Hello and welcome to Spirit of Success, the podcast. I am your host, Dr. Tracy Debbie. Hope you are doing well today. Um, I am just, I don't know, I just, um, <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell you exactly what's on my mind. So um, first of all, thank you for being here. Uh, I hope you did a check-in with yourself to see how your emotional state is. I want to get annoyed and I'm buffering it. <laughs> so I'm going to share with you something that I've learned. <laughs> I've traveled so much during this pandemic and I just scheduled my um, delivery for my items. Um, so that by the time you listen to this, I will have been on the receiving end of my items. But I, once you get them shipped across the country, they stay in a warehouse and then you have to get them delivered to wherever you are. So anyway, they ended up delivering them a full week and a half early. So I'm actually going back earlier. And so this this doesn't feel like as settled as I would quote unquote like it. And I don't feel like I have control. <laughs> so anyway, um, the dispatch people called me and I was really thrown off guard. I thought it was a prank call. Long story short, I was like, I just need some time to figure out when I can be there. They're like, can we deliver it tomorrow? Like, what is happening? You know, I'm not even there. I'm here. I don't even have my keys. You know, like what? No. <laughs> So I took a second to like figure stuff out, booked a flight, did all that stuff. Um, and I did all that first and they told me that they had availability. So anyway, I call back and they are trying to pigeonhole me into doing this tomorrow, which I'm not going to even be there tomorrow. And so I just took a really deep breath and I just focused on the exact outcome that I wanted, which is I have a specific date in mind. That's why I was like booking my flights and I'm having a friend help me and all this stuff. So it just took a second to just focus on the fact that I was starting to get into worry and panic again. And I took a deep breath and I just said, I didn't say anything. I just, he's going on about something and I'm not really listening if I'm being honest, not in a derogatory or mean way. I just needed a second to just not go into that state and I just closed my eyes changed my state and I swear to god just all of a sudden he's like okay we can do that date <laughs> what literally gave me so much pushback and trying to you know the only day I have available this week is tomorrow like I can only do that uh, giving me the rigmarole and all I did was change my energy people I just changed my state I was like okay mm-mm I'm going to breathe. I'm going to feel how I want to feel. I want to feel expansive. I want to feel supported. I want to feel grounded. And I just felt those emotions now. And that's all I did. And then all of a sudden, yep, we can do your date. I said, we're confirmed. You're confirming for that date. This is all confirmed. And he was like, yep, no, we're confirmed. Like what? This is what I mean. Like, <laughs> and I say annoyed because I realize that as um, the the more I deal with different vendors and different airlines and just people in general, you know, everyone's going through stuff and um, you know, companies make promises too, and they make guarantees as well. So um, you know, wanting to meet my needs and also hold these people, uh, you know, accountable to things they said, and then also staying flexible. So it's this very interesting playground um, I think that all of us are learning how to be more patient, more flexible, go with the flow. Things don't go what they said. Because I really had to ask myself, like, 
am I trying to control or force here? And there was totally an element of that. And at the same time, I have, um, like I said, this was a whole week and a bit earlier than I anticipated. So I'm going with the flow in terms of how things are feeling and things are lining up. And there was just this one piece that had to fall into place. And I could have gotten really frustrated and, and, and angry and like I wanted to. And then I just decided in the moment to surrender to something, to being connected to the bigger, whatever you, you want to call it, um, the, the, the stronger feeling that I'm supposed to be there and I'm being called to move there, what feels like for good in the sense that I won't necessarily make a home in Ontario again. And um, I just surrendered to that, the bigger vision, the bigger feeling. And as soon as I did that, in a very small way, something changed. And this could be like a nothing. And in some ways, it could be like an everything. And I'm sharing this with you because I literally just went through it. And I still kind of have to like shake it off a little bit. And so I just want to share with you that, again, another important example of why your emotions are key and how I want to share this with you on another level. So I'm just going to turn up the volume a little bit because something I didn't understand when I didn't really get energy, even though I did get it, I didn't, I wasn't conscious of what the hell I was doing. Um, you know, we put out these, um, like everyone talks about like your aura or like you have great energy or I like being around you or I don't like being around you. You know, those people you're just like creepy and you just don't like being around them. Like why? Or there's like, you know, people that you love and you just really look forward to being around them. You're like, oh my God, I just love being around them. Why? Why do you love being around people? Why don't you love being around other people? Why do we dread going to family things sometimes? It's like all because of emotions. Emotions are what's causing you to feel this way or this or that way. And so something you may be aware of, something you might not be aware of is we are always putting out energy. We have an energetic, um, really like an energetic cloud that's around us. And um, why this is so key is because it's electromagnetic. So you have an electromagnetic field that you are always either creating or you're taking energy from. So you're giving it energy or you're taking away energy. So when you feel more like you're in flow and you feel like you're surrendering and everything is very easy, your electromagnetic field feels more like a wave. It's more flowy. That's why you feel that way. When you, um, and you have a very strong field and um, that's a positive thing. When you have, uh, when you're not feeling that way and you feel stuck and everything feels heavy and you feel tired, you don't have a very strong uh, electromagnetic field. You have a very narrow field. And like I said, you'll feel it. So why does this matter? Because emotions contribute to the field because they are the magnetic part of the field. So your thoughts that you're thinking are the electric part of the field. The feelings that you're feeling are the magnetic part of the field. And that magnet can draw or repel. So you know how magnets work, right? Um, you need a positive and a negative charge. Um, to create a magnet 
And that's why emotions have a positive and a negative to them. So you can experience pain, which we classify as negative most of the time, or you can experience joy, which we is, 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 is positive. But that's why emotions tend to have that polarity effect because they are magnetic. And so I just wanted you to understand, um, understand that, that that's why there is always two sides available at the same time. So I wanted to feel like, and like angry on the phone just now, but I'm, again, I'm aware, okay, I'm feeling this emotion, starting to feel worry. I'm starting to feel um, really just agitation, if I'm being honest, um, and frustration and impatience, really. And I was like, oh, 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 this is the old pattern. If these are what I'm experiencing, then there's another experience that's also, like, there's another side of this emotion that's also available to me. And I told you it was more like feeling grounded, feeling supported, feeling all those things. So I just closed my eyes and I just felt those things. I just decided to completely change my state. I know how to do that. Um, again, I know how to self-regulate. I know how to change my state, change my state. And I didn't have to do anything other than that. I just had to be aware of my emotional state and and align it with what I actually want. So I do want my stuff to be taken care of and delivered safely. And I want those, those other people to get paid, right? I'm going to pay them for their service. And I want them to also take care of themselves. So I want everyone to win here. That is my ultimate goal. But I wasn't playing my role by being angry and frustrated at them. I wasn't playing my role. And so I recognized that. So I took responsibility for it. Just took a time to breathe and relax just on the phone in real time. And then all of a sudden things change. And so it's this old Wayne Dyer thing. It's like when you change the way you look at things, what you look at changes. It's like actually 100% true. So anyway, I just wanted to um, to share that with you. And I, I want you to understand like the more you become aware of um, the fact that you are an emotional being, and the more you, you connect to it, you'll start to perceive your own electromagnetic field. You'll start to feel when it's really spacious and, you know, you, you'll start to trust more. And then you'll also feel when it's more narrow and you start to feel sick and you don't feel good. And the key to any, um, any conversations around your electromagnetic field is really your heart. And I've talked about this before. And your heart creates a field itself that can be up to like, you know, I think it's like six or like six to nine meters wide, depending on who you talk to. And there's some people now they're saying it can be nine meters wide. That's a really big field. <laughs> you know, you can affect a lot of people um, when your heart is open. And um, it doesn't matter if there's physical distance. I think this person I'm talking to was in British Columbia. It doesn't matter. It transcends space and time. Um, and so I just, I just wanted you to be aware of that. Um, and just think about that. Like if you close your heart off, so anything that I'm talking about in terms of emotions, you have to open up your heart. And sometimes that can feel more painful and people are like, this doesn't work. I'm broken. I can't be fixed. And then they, they just quit. And that's not what I'm advocating for here. I want you to know that on my own healing journey, I've noticed, and this is just my personal experience that it gets worse before it gets better sometimes um and so even my physical pain didn't go away I was feeling better but I still had pain 
So it was weird. But when you start to get things online again, it just takes some time, especially if it's been a while, you know. And um, I think I learned a lot about sticking with it, even though the pain was there. And I think that's the like lesson why things get worse sometimes to see if we're going to commit, if we're going to persevere and to show ourselves that we're worthy. I felt worthy of moving through that experience. And so I gained so much from it. And so, like I said, the the degree that we suppress pain is the same degree that we suppress joy. So it's something I experience, something I talk about a lot as a breathwork facilitator, because you can experience the polarity of these emotions very quickly um, during breathwork. And, you know, as adults, because we're not maybe aware of emotions, and I talked about this really um, in my podcast yesterday, because we're not aware of emotions, we don't know how to use them. And we don't know the fact that they can also benefit us. Maybe we have a really negative experience with just feeling lower emotions and we don't understand that, that we can also experience that they have a counterpart and we can experience higher emotions as well and different states. Um, and so I guess my point that I really want to make here is that, you know, where do you go to express your emotions honestly and truthfully? Um, and the answer could be nowhere. And I just speak truth to myself, you know, like, are you able to be honest with yourself, how you're feeling in any given moment? And when you do, things change. And um, it's not a bad thing. If you're feeling like agitated, let's just say, (laughs) and you're like, I'm agitated, I'm agitated, I'm agitated, like, I'm less agitated right now because it has nowhere to go. It just, it just can be transmuted. And then the interesting thing with the higher emotions like joy is they just want to be felt. So you feel it, you feel it, you feel it. And you know that it's going to change too. And that's okay. And you just let it go. And I think that takes a lot of emotional intelligence and self-awareness. But I wanted to really bring it back to the point that your energetic field is um, is real. And so what's really cool is that in Europe, and I think it was in Russia, they have a machine that literally can measure the energetic field around you. And they actually installed these in hospitals. And what they would do is if, if someone needed surgery, um, they would actually measure their field around them. And if they, if they didn't have a big enough field around them, they wouldn't do the surgery. I'm not even kidding you. They will not do the surgery because that person does not have enough energy to heal from the surgery. And so the surgery, the hospital knew that the risk was high, that the person wouldn't recover. And I find that astounding because imagine if we had that in North America, that would change so many things. So they would ask that person, like, is there anything you can do to change the state that you're in? And if that person was able to change their state and get retested, they could have the surgery if they could recover from it. And so I think that's really interesting. You know, there are some people that have surgery and they do much better throughout their whole life. And there are some people that have surgery and it's just something they can't get over and they never, they never do better. And I will make the argument that they maybe never had the energy in their field around them to recover anyway. 
And so um, you can always contribute to your field or you can take away from your field. And, you know, Dr. Joe asked us this question at the event, you know, he said, you know, we all know when you go into meetings, there's someone who's like the energy drainer. They walk into the room and everyone's like, oh gosh. And they sort of just drain all the energy from the room. And we know that there's people who walk into a room and you feel better and you look forward to seeing them there and you like, oh my God, you just get excited when you see them, you know? And there's those two two types of people. And he said, like, who do you want to be in this room today? Do you want to be the person who takes from others' fields and who takes from your own field? Or do you want to contribute to your field and contribute to the collective field that we're creating here? And I made a commitment. I was like, I'm going to contribute. I'm going to contribute. Because it's one thing to be like, I don't like energy vampires. But it's another thing to actually become one unconsciously or consciously. And so I was like, no, I am not going to do that. I'm going to give my best effort to contributing to this field. And so part of my homework at that event was when I was feeling off, not centered, not in balance, not in harmony, which I did a lot of the time. And then there were moments where I didn't. I had to go be like, what do I need? And give it to myself. And that might be time outside, that might be journaling, whatever that is. When when we had a break, I had to give myself what I needed because I was like, I'm not taking from the field. I made this commitment. And so I had to start learning how to really take care of myself, like really, really. And it made me a better person for it. And then I was able to contribute to that field. And I was just like, hmm, imagine if we all had this tool and could contribute to our own field and could contribute to a collective field. Holy shit, you know, I have stolen I've taken from my field I have been the energy that en energy vampire at times I'm sure of it because I was just so caught up in what I was ex experiencing and being a victim to it and feeling sorry for myself you know so I'm I've been guilty of it too and I think that the real work is to notice that admit it and then make the real changes so that you um, don't do that anymore so anyway let me know what you think of this episode. I would love to hear your thoughts about um, energies are, are really are energy. Emotions, which are energy, are magnets. And I'd be really curious to hear your thoughts on it, if this resonates with you or not. If you want to learn about your field and how you can expand it, it's going to take work. I'm not going to lie to you, but I think it's the most rewarding work. Because like I said, I know what my emotions are I know how to self-regulate and I I know how to manifest the, the like things I want by feeling so I just showed you a real time example about how your emotions dictate what's around you I was slipping into something that didn't that felt familiar but I didn't want and then I just changed it quickly and the result was so different so that to me is, I don't have to do anything other than the emotional work you know and I think that is our work to do. So anyway, if that interests you and you want to learn how to kind of learn how to use that switch more, um, book a clarity call with me and um, we can talk about what the steps you would need to take in order to get there would be and whether I can actually be of service to you on that journey or not. So if that interests you, reach out. Can't wait to talk to you next week from my new home in British Columbia. Hope you have an incredible week and talk to you then.